What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Unsponsored Podcast. It's Zach. It's Drew. We are back with you guys. Ringing in the new year, 2021. That's right. It's our first episode of the new year. We have finally exited the hell year that is 2020. And yet things have remained almost almost exactly the same. Um, Zach, how was your... Uh, I mean, I know you and I spent some of Christmas and uh, together, but, uh, you know, how was, how was Christmas and how was New Year's for you? Uh, dude, it was, uh, it was pretty, it was pretty chill. I'd say, um, I think everyone in my family though, we were talking about how this holiday season didn't really feel like holidays mm-hmm. at all because it's kind of just felt like one big holiday. Cause we're always just seeing each other all the time around the house and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, due to Rona, um, but, Christmas is cool. Um, went to my dad's side on Christmas. Uh, our, our, our side of the family was supposed to have something Christmas Eve. And then, you know, how indecisive our side of uh, the yeah. family is. is so yeah. we, we changed it from Christmas Eve to the day after Christmas, actually. So um, Christmas Eve, what did I do? Uh, probably nothing. I probably just sat in. Didn't we play Fortnite? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> we I think probably so. did. <laughs> yeah. That, if anything, yeah, we, we yeah, I'd say so. Um, and then what happened after that? Yeah. New year's it's, it's always that weird time from Christmas to new year's where you don't really know what to do. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just wait there and just, I don't know, sit in your house. Yeah. Or yeah. And it also feels like, like from Christmas to new year's day, it always feels like an entire year. Yeah. Has, has gone by. Like it's the longest week of the year for some reason. Yeah. I, I don't even, and it's weird because. For me personally, and I'm pretty sure for you too, it's not like New Year's is like that big of a deal for us, like New Year's Day. Like it's not like it's not like, oh yeah, we're you know, I mean, I, I'm sure when we were younger, it was like, yeah, let's go to a party or whatever, let's go downtown or yada yada yada. But for me, it's like it's not that big a deal. It, it kind of never really has been outside of maybe like a couple years. And yet it always feels like during that week between Christmas and New Year's, we're waiting for something. <laughs> but 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 you're really not. And then at the same time, it's it just feels like it took five years to get from the 25th to the first. I, I, I don't know that. I don't know why. I don't know why that's the reason, but, um, but yeah, nevertheless, here we are. And again, things have remained very much the same. Everybody was excited about the vaccine. And we talked about that a little bit on our previous episodes, but uh, that's taken a long time. As of this moment, the vaccine has only been rolled out to about 1% of Californians and California is the most populous state in our wonderful union. So if it's if it's been out for like two or three weeks or whatever or whatever it's been maybe around a month, you know if they've been rolling it out for about a month now they've only vaccinated one percent of Californians. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. And of course that vaccine should go to the most at risk people and the people working on the front lines. But my God, like we're 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 running at a snail's pace at this point. And also there's that new mutant strain that came over. Um, people aren't quite sure if the uh, the vaccine will uh, will account for that. So maybe we'll need a new vaccine. Uh, our good friend, Myron, who's a doctor, by the way, uh, has mentioned multiple times that we might need a new vaccine within like a few months. And we take his word for it because he's a doctor. So wouldn't doubt that that happens. Wouldn't doubt that that eventually becomes a thing where it's like, oh man, this first vaccine doesn't even really work. And we have to move on to like a new vaccine. I don't even know anymore. Everything's just a mess. And also, as of this recording, a whole bunch of Trumpers just got done storming the Capitol. (laughs) Like, 
god. Like everybody was so excited for 2021. Oh yeah, you know, nothing can be worse than 2020. It's like, yeah, uh, I don't know. We can. Yeah, we're we're uh we're not off to a great start. I, I like 2020 was off was off to a much more promising start. Obviously, shit went sideways three weeks in when Kobe when Kobe died. I can't believe we're we're approaching a year uh, since that happened. But like, yeah, we are uh, not even what's today the sixth. So we're not even we're not even a, an entire week into the new year yet. <laughs> we got and we got people storming the Capitol. I got a question for you though. Uh, at what point does somebody just bring some twisted tea? up to the Capitol and just, <laughs> and just solve all the problems start shotgunning them. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, you know, taking them and just smacking the shit out of people. With yeah, them. Like yeah. what happened? Like wh- when does that start happening? Why hasn't the national guard employed that, uh, that tactic yet? Uh, dude. So right before this, we we're talking and, and, and I said how I went to bed pretty late. So I went to bed around like seven this morning. Um, I woke up around like one and, and I just saw my phone getting blown up with just like notifications about like people rioting out from outside the Capitol and like breaking in and stuff like that. Um, oh, sorry. The, the, not rioting. Uh, peaceful protest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're protesting. They're yeah, protesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, OK. And I just went on Twitter and it was just everyone was having a field day with just like all this going on, I bet. Uh, which is nothing new, because uh, yeah. if you remember, like the World War, the World War uh, <laughs> three memes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had a area I had, fifty area fifty one. I had that was that was like damn near the last time I was allowed to even be on Twitter was like the World War Three era, uh, area fifty one era type stuff, which is yeah. crazy. Like it's crazy that it's been about a year since that's happened. But uh, but yeah, I had my account locked multiple times because I tweeted about World War Three. I, I I can't imagine that the same. I, I can't imagine that the same thing isn't happening to a lot of people. Oh wait, that's right. Nobody nobody. Twitter is Twitter has absolutely zero consistency when it comes to these types of things. Uh, although our good friend Myron has just informed us about an hour ago that they finally locked Trump's account. So you know, it took them long enough. But uh, anyways, continue on with your story. Um. So I was just scrolling through Twitter because I knew as soon as I saw because I have a I have a New York Times subscription um for because it was for class and it, i kind of just have it going i should probably end the subscription because it's taking like a little bit of money that i probably don't even need to yeah like, yeah, yeah um but it was just saying how they were just like breaking into the capital and all that and i was like okay well if there's one place i know to get the scoop on i'm going to twitter and uh i was just i was just going through the timeline and stuff like that and man people were just quick with everything dude um i i think i think the funniest one i saw was just um was probably the one i sent of the dude he was just like he, he was he was totally maga and everything like that and he was like this is what we stand for people we need you at the capitol and he was in a wheelchair oh yeah and and then, he's, yeah. he's he's like we're not doing this for trump we're doing this for the constitution <laughs> yeah. and like just all the replies all the replies underneath this yeah. tweet are like the he, quote replies that i've seen like yeah they're just, he was just like he was like you guys need to stand up for what you're what you believe in and everyone just like well why don't you stand up? <laughs> That's so out of pocket. That's so out of pocket. And I yeah, was like, I saw, oh my god! I saw or, some. Uh, I saw some replies. Like some 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 girl that supported that guy replied, and she was like, "You rock!" And then some guy replied to her and was like, "Nah, bro, he's rolling." Yeah, yeah. And then That's and so- then like and then like a whole bunch of a whole bunch of replies to him were just saying like, "Bro, by the time it's by the time it's over." Yeah, that's, that's that's when you're gonna get there, man. Like, yeah, they're just like just when he gets there. <laughs> yeah, it was like when they gets there, everyone just packing up and leaving and going home. Yeah, shockingly, I mean, obviously, we've seen a whole bunch of different clips and whatnot of it happening. Um, but uh, but but based on based on everything that we saw earlier, like they, all the clips circulating online, you're it's actually kind of shocking to know that as of this moment, they've actually 
they've actually cleared that they, they've cleared that place out. They've been able to get all those people out of there. Um, and again, we don't like to make this podcast political, all right? But the last thing, I'll, the last thing that I'll say about this is, look at what happened today, and look at what happened during the George Floyd, uh, the George Floyd stuff, right? Like, just. I just I would just like for people to to take a look at the contrast between how those two groups of people were treated. Like people were upset that Minneapolis Minneapolis residents were 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 flooding Target, yeah, or or a Target in Minneapolis and looting it, right? And and yet we have people literally storming the Capitol, and nothing as nothing like nothing more than like basically uh, hey a push and a shove and get out of here happened to them. Uh, unfortunately somebody did die um it's that's that's you know like there's no way to make light of that there's no way to to make a joke about that that's unfortunate but uh that probably never should have gotten to that point to begin with so i just for the for the sake of everybody man i just hope everybody out there is safe you know obviously uh the current president has a lot to do with what's going on today and what's happening today but uh but yeah uh, by the time this releases, it'll be tomorrow, which is Thursday, which is when we usually usually release. Uh, and uh, and 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 by then, it 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 seems as if, you know, as of right now, they're continu- they're continuing the electoral college uh, vote count. By then, Biden will have been confirmed as president, and we can all just move on. Uh, I'm sure there will still be legal battles and things like that, but uh, Trump woke up feeling dangerous after he lost the election, and he's lost the election like 500 more times. So I think he's just going to keep on losing the election. <laughs> and I'm sure that'll give a lot of people satisfaction seeing that idiot uh, do what he's been doing. Um, but uh, to wrap up this part of the podcast, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to ask you this. Why did we not pursue Twisted Tea as a sponsor? Why didn't we think of that? Why did we have no foresight? Because that's all people have been talking about. And people have been talking about it today. Like people, I've seen people, like I've seen so many tweets and so many posts about, oh yeah, wait till I pull up to the Capitol with Twisted Tea. Then we'll see what happens. Like, why weren't like, what's wrong with us? We're supposed to be trying to get sponsors. We completely fumbled the bag on this one, Zach. Um, I think, I think what it was is that, um, you know, I think people knew how powerful we'd probably become if we did have the twisted T sponsorship. Mm. Um, so, so they're, they're trying to hold us out on, on that. Um, which which could be you know a blessing in disguise because that could open up you know more doors to different sponsors right um you know i know we've mentioned this in in, in our playstation parties before but uh you know let's bring back the four locos man oh dude hell yeah yeah hell it's, yeah yeah <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> yeah bring back the four locos uh they are they were basically like liquid crack yeah. but yeah bring them back yeah um yeah, I, I I I really feel as if we we probably should have done better on that front. We should have known. We should have asked like our uh, our forex buddies, yeah, or like our, <laughs> our 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 economics major buddies to like really let us in on on these secrets that were happening. I actually have a buddy that works in uh, financial investing. Should have talked to him about it. He probably would have known something. Uh, what's crazy about the whole twisted tea th- uh, the twi- the twisted tea thing though is the fact that it was just a clip of a dude holding twisted tea, smacking the hell out of a guy. At a liquor store, and that's what <laughs> that's what helped that brand grow. That's what that's what like it helped Twisted Tea explode. And the best type of marketing, the best type of advertising you can get is the free kind. And all the memes that people are making about Twisted Tea over the last few weeks, it's just been I don't know, man, it's just been insane. But it, I 
yeah, I, I man, could you imagine our net worth of this podcast? I would have sold this podcast. We would have sold this podcast to Spotify and gotten like 500 bucks. Stimmy. <laughs> the Spotify Stimmy. Yeah, give us give us give us the bag Spotify. Uh I think eventually we'll we'll we'll, we'll find some gold and we'll be able to do that, but I feel like we we missed our first opportunity with Twisted Tea. The the, the chance was right there. We, yeah, like this much we missed it. Um all right. The next thing we'll talk about is uh, the previous episode of this podcast. We had we had a we had our good friend Sam Holman come on. Uh, big shout out to Sam. He's listened to every single episode. God bless him, because <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on anybody. But uh, but he's 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 been steadfast in his uh, viewership and his and his listening, and he's listened to every episode. And he decided to uh, nitpick some things. Um. The first thing that I want to talk to you about as far as what Sam talked about was, and if you guys go back and you guys listen to this episode, I mean, maybe I'll put the, maybe I'll put the audio in here of of what he said. Depends on how lazy I am. I probably won't, but he said as a person, so he went to San Francisco state, right? And you currently go to the university of San Francisco. Yep. He had his gripe with you when he, when, when, when it came to whether or not San Francisco state was actually in San Francisco, (laughs) He said, hey, I know it's borderline and it's kind of close to Daly City, but it's still San Francisco. And he said, screw Zach. Well, I, I, might, I may be paraphrasing here, but he said, screw Zach, that USF fuck. Yeah, he said, it's he still said that San USF Don, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so what is your reaction to that? You now have you now have the soapbox. You now have the uh, the microphone. What, what is your response to uh, to 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 Sam questioning your uh, point about San Francisco State not actually being in San Francisco? Um, you know, I didn't actually mean to wear this sweatshirt um, in lieu of this podcast and what we were going to be talking about, but I am wearing my USF uh, club <laughs> soccer uh, hoodie for my team. Um, and so, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling real, real, uh, real spirit and have a lot of school spirit on me right now. Um, yeah, I know. Like it's, it, it, it obviously is in San Francisco, but if you go over there, it's daily city, man. <laughs> like, like I can't like it's daily city, literally like over back in like beginning of August, me and my group of friends went to Stinson beach. And we had to pick up our friend's cousin who lives in Daly City. Mm. Literally right down the street was <laughs> SF State. We, we literally turned right onto the main road and SF State was right there. And then we just hopped on the freeway and went to Stinson Beach. And like we were <laughs> in Daly City. And and then so I also have friends at SF State where I'm just like, yeah, you, I was like, I always ask him, like, do you even consider yourself like San Francisco or is it like, you, you know, it's Daly City. Mm-hmm. And, and my friends were just like, yeah, I kind of see that. It kind of is Daly City. It's like a, more Daly City than San Francisco and stuff like that. <laughs> But I mean, you can tell yourself it's San Francisco, and like there, you you can you can you can bring up the argument that it is because it's obviously called San Francisco State. Mm-hmm. But I think we all know it's 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 within the vicinity of Daly City more than SF. Right, right. And we had and we had a discussion about like because I was trying to compare trying to compare apples to apples in a sense. I was like, yeah, I mean, like, like the Niners, the Niners play in Santa Clara, even though they're yeah. San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> you know, like I'm like, yeah, it's possible. Um, yeah. That was that was really funny though because that was like because we don't really t- we don't really talk about anything on this podcast and yet he was he he keyed in on that of all things that he keyed in on he keyed in on that and I was like oh yeah I guess we did talk about that before I guess Zach did say that uh, yeah I I have a buddy who um, who 
who I think lives in like the, uh, I think it's the Sunset District. Is, is, is that over by San Francisco State? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sort of, sort of kind of, right? Um, yes, yeah, so I had a buddy who lived over there. And it's so funny because I think City College of San Francisco is, is close by uh, to the SF State campus too. Like it, it's in that area. Yeah. And uh, like literally he lives in this little neighborhood where like if you exit his driveway and you make a left, you hit this bend and you go straight down and like SF State and like CCSF are like right there, right? And like we drove by San Francisco State. I'm like, oh, dude, I, I never, you know, like this was like four or five years ago. But I was like, I never realized that uh, that you live this close to San Francisco State. Why don't you just go here? He was just like, I practically did. He was he because he said that he went to CCSF, but he was just like, yeah. Sometimes I just get bored and I would just just walk over to San Francisco <laughs> State and go to the library and just study there. I'm like, dude, even even though you weren't a student, he was like, yeah, they didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> that place is like wide open. Yeah. Uh, and and now that I think about now that I kind of think about like you know like what like geography wise uh, what you're talking about, it's like yeah, it is a little, <laughs> you know, like it's because for those who don't know, the University of San Francisco is like. It's 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 close to the Presidio, but it's still like you know four or five city blocks over. You're in like you can get the downtown SF no problem, right? I kind of feel like that's a much bigger hike from San Francisco State they, as opposed they, to they say, San Francisco. They say USF is in the heart of San Francisco because you're like one bus ride from like any any direction like do you want to go? Yeah. Um, and 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 it's like located in the Richmond. Uh, it's it's not like directly in the heart of San Francisco, but it's like closer to being centrally like accessible to everywhere right. in the city and stuff like that. Uh, SF State a little more north, uh, or, or should I say, a little, a little more south? Yeah, yeah, a little, a little more south. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you can get to you can get to uh, SF State from USF and, and vice versa as well. Yeah, uh, just a little further away. But um, yeah, I, I I stand I stand with stand behind my my my, my claims <laughs> and, and statements of uh sf state being basically in daily city yeah so. no I, I i bet it's like 60 40 over there like 60 percent <laughs> daily city 40, well i guess it like just depends SF. on how many filipino people you see right dude okay so <laughs> my friend my friend's cousin who we picked up they're filipino and they're in daily city and i'm pretty sure daily city actually has like the highest like population of like filipino people in california which is yeah i mean at 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 least in northern california right yeah yeah Yeah. which is insane because delhi city's not that big yeah but they they jam-pack bodies in those houses very concentrated filipino population i had um, a couple buddies who went to san francisco state as well um and they lived in daily city and without even without me ever saying anything about it, that was the first thing one of those guys said was she was just like, yeah, I mean, it's cool. And then he would just and he just followed that up by saying hella Filipino people. Like, <laughs> like It's just that's just that's just the perception of the place. So I guess I guess and maybe I should have mentioned that to Sam or I should have asked him about it. I was just like, how many Filipino how many Filipino people did you see on a regular basis? Because if it's a lot, then it's probably more Daily City than SF. I think 60, yeah. 40 is a fair split. So I think I think yeah. I think you're right on the money with that. Um, at the least 55 45 <laughs> yeah yeah we're not moving it's not it's definitely not an even split it, it, it's definitely leaning yeah, daily yeah. city um <laughs> yeah well, man what a uh what a random thing for him to nitpick but nevertheless he did it big props to him that's probably something that nobody else even noticed but uh sam took exception <laughs> and you know what? he was he lived in san francisco for three four years so i get it uh the next thing that i wanted to talk to you about that he brought up was I said, we've said many times on this podcast that the Kings are the only thing that Sacramento has. Let's face it. That's truth. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's the only thing that ever brings us joy and pain. Um, but uh, pain. 
He begged to differ. Sam begged to differ. But Sam said that uh, we also have the River Cats. And uh, um, I think that might be the only other thing that he brought up. <laughs> and then I also mentioned, yeah, we have Sac Republic too. And then when I yeah, said they're not an, when yeah, I said that they're not a, when I said that they're not a major league soccer team yet, he was like, "Oh, they're not. They're not. Yeah. They're not. They're not of us." I'm like, "Okay, well, then, yeah, that's my point." Uh, thoughts on this? Thought, thoughts on thoughts on thoughts on Sam disagreeing that uh, the Kings are the only thing that we have. Uh, I think I think I can I can bring up maybe something else we have. We have uh, we got we got Joe's Crab Shack and Old Sack. Let's go. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, what else do people just for some reason love? We got Kiki's Chicken Place. You know, people love their Kikis here. Yep, people do love their Kikis. Um, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Is that it? We got uh, uh, what else? We got we hey, Sacramento International Airport. We got the bunny. <laughs> that's how you know people are coming home or leaving. Yeah, yeah. So. When you see them head down that escalator and you see the bunny, you're like, oh hell yeah, they're home. Yeah, SMF. They're yep. they're at SMF. Yep. Big shout out to SMF. They yep. got the new. They got the new. They got the new. The uh, the new freaking uh, the little trains. That's oh, tra- like yeah, the tram system. Yeah, the tram system somewhat new. So big shout yeah. out to them. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like five or six years old, but still new to us, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess we do have more than just the Kings, but at the same time, it's like, what else are we known for? Yeah. It's it's literally only known to people who live here. Yeah. That that that. <laughs> That's it. Like it's very specific stuff that only we would know. <laughs> People outside of Sacramento would just be like, "Oh, you're from Sacramento? Oh, the Kings." Like, so my good friend Mike. Shout out to Mike. He <laughs> he he doesn't listen to the podcast, but he was stationed uh, in the army. He was stationed somewhere in the southeast, right? And so a lot of people, whenever he would uh, meet people in the army, and he would tell them where he was from, the first thing they would be like, "Oh," the first thing they would say is, "Oh, so you're the Kings." That was just the first thing that they would bring up. And then they would feel sorry for him before he'd tell them, no, I'm not a Kings fan. <laughs> like He's like, he's like, yeah, but, but that really opened his eyes to the fact that that's kind of what we're known for. Like the perception of the city is just, Oh, we have the Kings. And so I guess that's kind of more what you and I were trying to drive home. Like that's the, that's the point that we we're trying to drive home is like, yeah, that's <laughs> the only thing that we're really known for. It's not necessarily the only thing that we really have, but if you're not from the city, then nobody can blame you for not knowing that we don't, like we have other things besides the Kings. It's just, that's what we're known for. So, I mean, of course people are going to point to that first. Um, but dude, Sac Republic dude, 2023 dude, MLS. Yeah, dude. So, you know, maybe by then Sam will start paying attention, but uh, I'm not quite so sure because that team has existed for six years and he has absolutely no, <laughs> he had absolutely no idea that they, that they weren't a major league soccer team. So uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to think about what else he talked about. Uh, Cause I just, I just listened to it before this podcast, just to get a quick refresher, but really those were like, those were like the two main things that I wanted to talk to you about. Um, yeah. Um, he did great, shout out at, great he, stories, man. Yeah. It's some, some awesome stories, man. Yeah. <laughs> again, big, big, big shout out to Sam for coming on and telling some stories, uh, talking about how you made a song about masturbating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he also shouted out, he, he also shouted out Adalberto's on Fair Oaks. I think everybody see he's, he's in the camp of, of, of the superior. We have, we have Alberto's here. That's true. We do. Yep. We have the most important one, yeah. which is the one on Fair Oaks. <laughs> so people should come to the city just for that. They should go to a Kings game and then go way out of their way, 25 minutes to go get Albertos on the, at the one on Fair Oaks. That's the in only Car- one. Yep. And here in Carmichael. Yeah, Carmichael. So uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, 
that's that's that that's that's big though that we had another person come on the podcast and back us up with that. Um, our other guests are either not from here or they don't know anything about the Adalbertos on Fair Oaks. But uh, that is the most superior Adalbertos. I will have no discussion about that being not the case. Like the Adalbert, the Adalbertos on Fair Oaks is the best one. You ask anybody who's been there, they'll tell you, yes, that's the best one. And here's why. And we all know the reason why it's the most superior one. It's because they use the skinny fries for the carne asada fries. Right? Yep. Yeah, they don't, yeah. they don't use the thick ones that are super starchy. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants those. And uh, they have jacked up the price on those, but... You're still going to get it. Oh, yeah. You're getting value. And you, you really <laughs> those, do pay those for what you Those yeah, things are loaded. they're loaded, man. It, it'll be breakfast, lunch, and dinner for, like, the next week. Yeah. Even though you got to pay like you pay you, you at first when you're paying for it, you're like, oh man, eleven bucks. And then you realize, oh dude, eleven yeah, bucks. For, yeah. For Christmas, actually, I, I bought I bought about three to feed to feed the family <laughs> on my dad's side. And uh yeah, and it you know, rumors say that they're still finishing to this day. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I and, and I don't doubt it. I, yeah. I I seriously don't doubt it. I mean, you know, and and you know what, man, they probably have no shame because we've talked about it before. Um you know, we, we do take a long time to finish Thanksgiving. Oh, that's another thing that Sam talked about. Uh, oh, yeah. He talked about how you took a year <laughs> to finish your Thanksgiving leftovers. <laughs> Can you confirm this, Zach? Did it take you a year to finish your Thanksgiving leftovers from 2019? Yeah, so I just finished the 2019 ones. Uh, I still have about like 43 pounds left of the 2020 leftover Thanksgiving uh, Thanksgiving leftovers. Uh, I should be projected to finish around October 28th. Um, did the math. Uh, just a whole lot of mashed potatoes and stuffing. Just all yeah. that, all the carbs, man. Um, but, uh, you know, day by day, they'll, they'll be, they'll be, they'll be done. Right. They're, they're, right. they're busting. They're busting. And I, and I think he was wondering if that food expires. The answer is a hard no. Right. Because no. you just put it in the freezer or the refrigerator and then they stay fresh. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah if that's how, that's how things stay fresh forever. Yeah. <laughs> Expiration dates don't, there's just a suggestion. It's, yeah, exactly. It's not, exactly. It's not, it's not uh, like an obligation for you to finish it by then. They're just like, yeah, this is when it'll be, you know expired but Uh, a light recommendation or suggestion like you said uh and 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 if that wasn't the case you know people are probably thinking man these guys are stupid expiration dates you know you should you should live and die by them wrong we only live by them we we only only live we well we live because we don't regard them yeah so highly all right i mean if 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 expiration dates matter then why are we digging up like cavemen and like woolly mammoths from ice what the hell is a 300 bc yeah exactly yeah what does BC oh. even stand for? Yeah. Because. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't expire. And so it'll exactly. last forever. So, yeah. you know, those, those people out there listening right now uh, are, are six listeners every week. I know half of you are probably thinking, oh, my God, these guys are so dumb. Heck off. All right. We can do whatever we want. To your suggestion that expiration dates matter, we say, hell no. So. <laughs> Screw you. What's next? What's next? Requiring a <laughs> license to eat expired food in your own damn toaster? Um, about right. three people. About three of our listeners will yeah, understand yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry for those of you who don't get it. See, this is this is a major flaw with our podcast. We just keep on making jokes that only we, we, that only we get, <laughs> and yet somehow we keep on getting people to listen to it. Um, all right. The next thing I want to move on to is our beloved Sacramento Kings. Now, <laughs> the season was off to just a fine start. Three and one, we're thinking, wow, this seems going to be so much better than what we expected it to be. We were expecting a full-on tank because the 2021 draft is loaded. 
turns out that still might be the case. But before we talk about the bad, let's talk about the good, especially one Tyrese Halliburton. Zach, what are your thoughts on our prized rookie that somehow fell with us at 12? Dude, Hallie, dude. Um, yeah, dude, I think every Kings fan just loves him. And 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 there's like, what's what's not to like about him, honestly? Uh, he just he just looks like he knows what he's doing out there, which is uh, surprising when it comes to Kings rookies or just right. Kings players. Yeah. Um, uh, with this, uh, especially as of late mm-hmm. in, in recent years, should we say? Yeah. Um, but I, I think he, he brings like energy that, you know, we, we've seen energy with our team, obviously our, our, our last show with Jaeger, yeah. um, with, you know, just seeing Fox play every night, basically. Yeah. Uh, well, just, the lights just, on and stuff just like before, that. just before things got shut down last year, the team was playing really well too. And it yeah, was in, right, it was right in, before it the was, bubble after yeah, the all-star it, break. And it was in part because guys were just, Playing hard, Alex Len, dude, like came over, started yeah, manning the paint, you know, like they. Yeah, CJ McCollum, he still wants that. He wants he wants that smoke still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CJ, whatever. CJ wants no smoke. With I, I can't wait till the Raptors play against the Blazers and Alex Len just chokes them. Um, but uh, but uh, but yeah, no. Uh, you're right about Tyrese. I, I think it's so funny what you said. You said just now. You said he looks like he knows what he's doing out there. <laughs> The bar is so low here <laughs> that, <laughs> that if you that if you just look like you kind of know what you're doing, people are just like, "Oh yeah, this guy's a winner." But it's more than that. It's more than that. Yeah. Uh, I, we 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 see something from him every single night that's just like, "Oh my god!" Like he it's it, it's it's more than just him being out there and just being in the right spots. He always makes the right play. That's the thing. It's like it's like it, it could it could be a it could be a three on three in transition, and he'll know where to go with the ball. You know, he could be in the half court and he had, he could initiate an offensive set and then find the right spot to be at in order to get a kick out or something like that. And then off of that kick out, either shoot it or put it on the floor and make the right play. And everything that was said about him before the draft was, yeah, he's not that, you know, he's not a freak athlete. He's not the quickest guy. He's not the fastest guy. But if people have to start respecting his jump shot, and by the way, his splits are nuts. He's shooting, <laughs> he's shooting like as of a couple of games ago before he got hurt, he was shooting 56% from the field. 50% from the three-point line and hadn't missed a free throw. He's literally on pace for a 50-50-90 season. So it's, it's just mind-boggling how efficient he is with his time. And 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 it's it, it, it's amazing how a guy like him, who's a rookie, can come in and already command all these minutes in crunch time. Like, we're, we're, we're watching him close out games. And then there was a game that went to overtime. But, oh, was it the Nuggets game the first game of the year that it went to overtime, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And he played, he played basically significant minutes. He played basically the last half of the fourth quarter and then played the first five, you know, I played the entire five minutes of overtime. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's stuff that you just don't see. You just, you just do not see these things every day from rookies. People are still openly wondering how this guy dropped to 12. We've talked about it before about how he might've influenced his way to Sacramento, but either way, we're as Kings fans, I know thrilled to have him and, and, we've had our hard luck before in drafts everybody's kind of saying this might be the first step to undoing all of the bad that had been done before in drafts like the fact that he ended up there at 12 is just it's it's still insane to think about and through the first what are we seven eight games into the season he's by far the league's best rookie you know uh you, you can you can watch him and, and the naked eye will tell you with the with the eye test that he is but when you look at the advanced metrics it's the same thing he leads he leads the league in total points added which is a combination of how many points he saves on defense and how many points he helps get you on offense. He leads the league amongst rookies in total points added. Um, 
So that's the good, you know, good for Tyrese. There's no accident as to why we started off three and one. It's because Tyrese Halliburton was contributing. And over these last three games that he's missed, uh, or no, he's missed the last two games, I, 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 I believe, right? He got hurt uh, three games ago and ended up sitting out the next two because of, because of, the, because of the wrist issue that he picked up. Um, but the last two games, have been just, they've just been ugly. Just, just atrocious. 2021, we are, we are, we are winless in 2021 uh, as Kings fans. Um, and the team has just looked god-awful. Partly, in fact, I'm sure because Tyrese isn't out there. But the whole Marvin Bagley thing might have might have something to do with that too. Um, if you're a Kings fan, you know that he's off to a poor start this season. Uh, uh, again, he only just played his 82nd game, by the way. He only just played his 82nd game in, in the team's previous game. Uh, he hasn't had that much burn as an NBA player, but he doesn't look all that great right now. Two games ago, in the middle, in, in the middle, in the middle of the Kings getting absolutely thrashed by the Rockets. Right? Was it the Rockets game or was it the Warriors game? It was the Rockets game. It was the Rockets. Well. Yeah, it was the Rockets game on New Year's Day. Uh, good old Marvin Bagley Jr., who is Marvin Bagley the Third's dad, as many of you know, decided to tweet out, "Dear Sacramento Kings, please trade Marvin Bagley the Third," and he signed it, "Love Coach Bagley." <laughs> he then quickly deleted the tweet after he got ratioed, and then people took screenshots and posted them on their accounts. And he was retweeting the people who were posting the screenshot of what he tweeted, even though he deleted it. So he doubled down. Uh, the Kings came out against the Warriors the game after that, got got their asses kicked again. Uh, yes, there was no Tyrese, but the team just looked just unspirited, just looked at, completely out of whack. Um, and, and, and the players and coaches say that this isn't a distraction. Everything that's going on with Marvin Bagley and whatnot and his dad. But it kind of seems like it is, and it also doesn't help that Darren Fox, our uh, our beloved Darren Fox, uh, the guy we just gave a massive ma- a max co- a contract extension to, his dad replied <laughs> to a tweet about Marvin Bagley's dad and just said, "Trade him." <laughs> <laughs> so even Darren Fox's dad is feeling some type of way about this. Uh, the players have gone out on multiple platforms, social media, uh, media interviews. Uh, Darren Fox just made an appearance on a podcast that drops next week and people posted clips from it. Uh, and he addressed the situation. They say it's not a distraction, but Zach, based on the last couple of games, does it seem like it's a distraction? Uh, honestly, I don't know because with this Kings team, you, it, it could either be, it's a distraction or we just kind of suck. Mm. And so it's, it could be a mixture of both. Um, I think, I think it, it obviously affects Marvin the most. Yeah. probably if anything um and so you know if you see one person not doing good it's kind of hard to you know try to play around that and only so many people in the league can make you know mm. or or just not even make but just like cover up someone's bad performances with just how good they are right um like steph curry who dropped 62 the <laughs> other night um yeah my uh, point yeah, guard. yeah 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 <laughs> prop them up zach was in uh uh a precarious position heading into the final night of our fantasy basketball matchup. And then he wakes up from a nap and finds out that Steph Curry dropped 62 and he got text messages from his crush. This guy's just over here bragging about just everything nowadays. He's got yeah, that he's got second part. That second part didn't need to be added, but, <laughs> but it is true, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't be so modest. Don't be so humble. Uh, yeah. Steph did drop 62. Congratulations on that. But anyways, go on. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I think I think you and me both know just playing sports all of our lives. It's just like if you if you don't really get good criticism or just like constructive criticism, if anything, and you're just getting like just just bad bad like words after after everything, just bad thoughts about like how you play. You're not gonna play good either, and it's kind of hard to get out of that, um, no matter what sport it is. And and so that's probably what Marvin's going through right now. Um, we all kind of just hope he plays or just you know show signs of like improvement mm-hmm. tonight. If anything, out in the game against the Bulls, yeah. Uh, if this would probably be the perfect game for him to do it too against the Bulls, yep. Um, against his old teammate Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that, that this could be a good opportunity to show that you know he 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 can he can overcome just like all this you know commotion going on in the media around him and 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 just what his dad has caused and everything like in that and and the Kings and what people see him has. Um. So we'll see. Um. Obviously, he's still pretty young. My age, twenty one. Mm. Uh, and so he he's still got some some years ahead of him. It's yeah. just you know if he can just live up to not even live up, but just like show that he has talent still and everything. Um, obviously, you want to see him at his best and see what he's actually capable to do more than just you know his insane double jump, um, <laughs> and 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 uh, <laughs> and, and everything like that. Uh, but you know, it's only time will tell. So. The the second jump thing never gets old, by the way. It just <laughs> never gets old. Like people always the people hold that against them now, if anything. <laughs> it's so it's so out of pocket. It's so mean. <laughs> but it's true. He did have a great he did have a great second jump. It, it's kind of not there anymore, though. At least I haven't seen it this year. So uh, I, I, I think wonder, I saw it like once the other night against the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off, like yeah, that yeah. crazy uh you know, missed layup opportunity that he had, and he had just like yeah. four rebounds after that and just and he lost it. Yeah. He's, yeah. Um, yes, you're right. Playing sports all of our lives does kind of give us a baseline for how these things uh, happen and how they should go. Uh, I think we've been really lucky to be blessed with parents that were good sports parents. Like, and and thank God they're not on social media. Like, they're not on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I imagine that's another part that 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 certainly helps. But uh, but but yeah, like our parents were always supportive, and they were always supportive of other players. They just want to see the team win. Yeah. You know, like. You know, for those of you who don't know, my junior year of high school, I didn't play. I didn't play at all. I was like, I was literally, there were 15 guys on the team. I was probably the 14th guy. Like I was basically a cheerleader with a, this is what my coach told me. My coach told me that I was a cheerleader with a jersey <laughs> is essentially what I was. And I, and I took that, I, I, I took that role very seriously because you need guys like that on your team. My dad went to as many games as he possibly could. My mom went to as many games as she possibly could in order to support. And they didn't care if, if I didn't play very much. They just wanted to see the team win. And then when it came when it when it came my turn to be a senior and 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 to be a starter and and to play more then yeah that made them happy seeing me out there playing but you know it, it, even if i wasn't playing during the most important parts of games after the game they didn't they would never talk about my performance they would just be like well the team won even though you didn't play doesn't matter team won and they're right that's that kind of the kind of attitude that you have to have i'm sure marvin has that attitude because marvin seems to be a very very good teammate on the bench yeah up he's always cheering for guys you know he's he's he doesn't ever really seem disengaged uh he, he's always in the game but what parents say and what they do is something completely out of control uh it, it's it, it's it's not up to you to control that and and i'm sure you and i both both know that i'm sure maybe it doesn't apply to our parents but i'm sure we've seen parents of other players voice their opinions during games very strongly um you know i've i've seen i've seen some of my teammates parents get thrown out and that costs us points you know, like in, in certain games, like I've, I've, I've been, I've been on, on, on teams with, with parents of players that weren't all that great. And then once I became a coach, I've also had to deal with other 
parents with questionable character. Um, the coaching staff and the front office and everybody involved in the organization is doing what they need to do. And they're doing the right things by saying, yeah, we don't, we don't listen to any of that. And Marvin did a really good job the other night of coming out and saying, look, I'm only going to, you know, during his media availability before I think gold, the golden state game, he said, I'm only going to answer any, I'm only going to answer questions about tomorrow's game. You know, I'm not talking about anything else. And uh, if it was a bigger market, yeah, good luck with that, Marvin. But Sacramento, I think in Sacramento, it's it, it's a small market. The, the the media market here certainly has its own toxicity, but they're good about not intruding on players' uh, personal space and 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 going around and asking other players if one player doesn't want to answer something, you know. So so good on the media for that. But it's sad that he even has to address that because this is not him. This is his dad. Um, and I know a lot of people out there want to. A lot of people have been saying, "Why doesn't Marvin just tell his dad to shut up?" Well. It's his dad. It's his dad. <laughs> you know, like you're asking him, you're asking him to tell his own father to be quiet, you know, and, and, and that essentially makes the choice come down to his career uh, versus his family, which is not an easy thing to balance. Right. So yeah, I, I if anything, I, the only P the only person that I feel for in, in this entire situation and, and, and I'm sure you feel the same way. And I'm sure many of our friends feel the same way as Marvin. It's Marvin, you know, nothing, that he has done has ever been his choice. He, he wasn't at, you know, it wasn't his choice to be the second overall pick. It wasn't his choice to be picked in front of Luka Doncic and Trey Young and Jaron Jackson and a lot of other guys that I could name right now. Um, it wasn't his fault that he was drafted by an idiot. An idiot. Okay. Vladi Divac is an idiot. We've been over that many times on this podcast. Uh, that, that pick just keeps on aging worse and worse. And Vladi really tainted his career, but Vladi made that choice. It wasn't, Anybody else, Marvin's had to live with that. I feel bad for him because ever since he was drafted, it basically seemed that half the city didn't even want him here. And it's kind of sad, dude. It's really sad. And I think it's finally starting to come to a head and rear its ugly head. And and now we're now we're having to deal with it after such a positive start, too. Again, three and one to start the season. We've lost we lost the last three games. So I guess my next question to you is where do we go from here with Marvin? You just mentioned that he's young and he's still got a long way to go, but I mean. Are there any other options? I mean, what happens now? Um, I know that we've talked about in our group chat about how, you know, if he starts playing well, but, you know, maybe we do want to move on. We can just see what his value is mm -hmm. and, and, and see what we can get from him. Um, obviously, it may be a little tougher uh, knowing what kind of drama can, you know, sp just be spun out of control with his dad. And uh, which kind of sucks because, with him, you're not just getting Marvin. You're kind of getting Marvin and his dad because his dad's yeah. kind of just like a helicopter parent and yeah. just kind of just just talks about every little thing that happens about just like the NBA, just what's going on with Marvin, the organizations, everything like that. Yeah. Um, or from what at least we could see when since he's been on the Kings. Mm -hmm. um, I know our friends have talked about like how his dad has been like <laughs> very vocal in the parent sections of yeah. the Kings games. Hey, for all do you want to like, tell the story real quick about some of the stories we saw <laughs> about him, like talking about people, like people, people running into him, running into him at the team store. You want to tell us? Yeah. That story? So, uh, our, a good friend, Amir, uh, friend of the show. Yeah. Former guest. Uh, he, he, he mentioned how one time or, or just like on occasion, sometimes I guess when, you know, fans would go into the King store at other golden one and just try to like get jerseys and stuff like that. Coach Bagley would kind of just approach them if they weren't at a Marvin Bagley, jersey marvin bagley a third jersey 
And you're just like, hey, why aren't you, why aren't you buying a Marvin jersey? Why aren't you getting a Bagley jersey? And I just said a text. I'm like, imagine you getting like a Fox jersey because you just like Fox. You just like De'Aaron Fox. You yeah, want a De'Aaron yeah. Fox jersey? And Mar- and Coach Bagley just walks up. He just like just he kind of just like taps you on the shoulder. And he just like shrug- he just like kind of just like shoves you. He's like, hey, it's not it's not Marvin Bagley. So you, you need to put that away and, and go and go walk to walk over here about three 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 uh like shirt sizes down towards yeah. this Marvin Bagley. All right. Or else I'm gonna, or else I'm gonna tweet about you. That's right. Yeah. So there's that. So could you could you imagine like you and me if we were we just go to a King's Ham and we're just in this team store we get like a bobblehead. Yeah. Of like Buddy Heald. Yeah. And he goes or oh, like yeah, or like or like a King's Legend. Could you imagine getting like yeah. a Chris Weber bobblehead? <laughs> and this guy, Coach Bagley, walks up to you and he says, "Hey, why aren't you getting a Marvin Bagley bobblehead?" And they're and they're like, "That's not even like an option." <laughs> yeah. 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 We got like a like a little pennant. Yeah, <laughs> to hang in a room. So he goes, oh, why don't you get the Marvin Bagley one, huh? And you just kind of just like stand there looking around. And you're just like, uh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's wild. And he has and he has been for for a good a good while. And the thing is, is I'll mention a few things. I had I have it on pretty good authority that in the pre-draft process, teams knew. I hate sounding like an insider because I'm not, but but. <laughs> And we don't break news on this on this podcast again, but uh, but I but I heard that teams were very well aware of the fact that Marvin Bagley's dad was going to be a potential issue. Like people knew that his dad kind of wasn't really the best dude to have around a team, and that he could be a potential problem. I was told that he was Lavar Ball light. He might even be worse. <laughs> he might yeah. even be worse because at, at least Lavar right Ball, Lavar Ball had at a time a fairly successful business and brand. Although that's definitely that's kind of fallen off a cliff. But still, you know, what I'm saying like at least you know he, he tried. Um, yeah, no, this this is even worse. I mean, the whole um, Brandon Williams thing during Jaeger's final year when the team was playing well, all yeah. of a sudden you got Brandon Williams leaking things to the media and basically being uh, basically being Coach Bagley's messenger. You know, and, and basically complaining through Brandon Williams that he wanted Marvin Bagley to start and yada, 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 and all this. And that was the first instance that we saw of, of Marvin's dad being problematic, problematic. And it's just gotten worse and worse since then. You know, now he's openly on social media campaigning for the team to trade his son. Um, there have also been instances uh, I, I I heard uh, where, well, I, was, I, I totally just forgot what I was going to say. I got distracted because my dogs are barking. Um, God dang it. What was I going to say? Oh, uh, well, I'll say this. We're not going to, this is not at all the last we'll hear from Coach Bagley because he's got two more sons. Two. And Marcus, his son who's at Arizona State right now and also played at Sheldon, go Huskies. Big shout out to them. Um, Marcus is moving up the draft boards, man. Like Arizona State hasn't played a game in like a month though because of COVID. Like they've, they got a COVID outbreak there. Um, I'm not that shocked though, because Arizona state is a big party school and you know, every, every hour is bureau clock. And just, so they're just, just having both yeah. Arizona university. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. U of A and Arizona state. Yeah. <laughs> big shout out to the sun devils and the wildcats, uh, yep. pack 12, pack 12 stalwarts. Uh, but yeah, they have, they've had, they've had a COVID issue there. They haven't played in a while, but before the COVID stuff happened and after he got hurt and we thought that Marcus Bagley got seriously hurt. Um, he came back was just fine. And he was moving up to like the middle of the first round draft boards. And he might have a chance at being a more modern fit for the NBA than Marvin is because he's more of a wing for those who don't know. And, and so that's another guy that's going to give coach Bagley yet another platform with probably another team. And they have a really, really young brother who's like 10 or 11 right now. Who's 
probably going to be a pretty good basketball player too. We're going to be hearing about this coach Bagley character for a good while. And so I guess the big question for the Kings is, do they want to keep on dealing with this and do they want to keep on, 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 you know, enabling this type of behavior? Although it's not like they're, they directly are enabling that kind of behavior, but are they willing to let this hang around the team and, and, and keep on consuming all the talk with the media here? I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. And talking to a lot of people, I think they're just over it. I, I, I think they still believe in Marvin and I'll root for Marvin. I'll support Marvin and everything he does as an NBA player, but um, man, it's exhausting hearing about this stuff and it wouldn't be the Kings unless things like this happened. It's just sad that it happened after such a positive start and now things have just completely fallen apart. So I don't think it's any coincidence that it happened after all that. So uh, yeah, hopefully things turn for the better. Hopefully Marvin gets back into his groove We've seen how good he can be. Uh, he just doesn't look good right now. And uh, the same total points added stat that I was talking about earlier with Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, Marvin's kind of like the worst player. <laughs> He's the worst player when it comes to that stat on the Kings and the worst player when it comes to that stat when it comes to the 2018 draft class. Like He's literally at the bottom of the barrel of TPA for players in the 2018 draft class, which is um, it's not good. It's not good at all. So hopefully things turn around. Hopefully the Kings get back on track, but also it'd be okay if they didn't be like, I'm openly campaigning for a tank. So, you know, if playing Marvin Bagley a lot means that we'll get a better draft pick. So be it. So be it. Uh, put, put point Hassan out there too. Yeah. Give him the ball. <laughs> let's put, let's like, let's just give point Hassan the ball let him bring it up the court and then just have him post up back somebody down from like the fifth, you know, from like the free throw line. Let's see how, let's see how that works. And if it doesn't work, that's fine. We'll get a high draft pick. Whatever. You know what I just thought of what, uh, what if we keep Marvin? We wait for his brother Marcus to 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 go in the draft. We draft Marcus. Mm-hmm. We start. We just start making the Kings a family, a family team. <laughs> so we start getting different family. So you know, we mentioned how LeBron before he retires, he should yeah. come to Yeah, King James, and then yeah. we get Bronny. Yeah. So that that'll be That's another true. family pair. Hmm. We get. Uh, we can get. We can get like the Hernan Gomez brothers. Right. Right. Yeah. We could. We could. We could sign Marcus all. Yeah, and Pau Gasol, who is not formally retired, we can get him to come too. Yep, we can so get him. Our, who else? So there's our, there uh, our two bigs right there. We can, yeah, and to back them up, we can get the Zeller brothers. True. Yeah, we can get True. them. Um, huh. Yeah, the holidays. We can get the holidays. Yeah, we can get all three of them. Yeah. Yep. Guard and Justin Andrew. Yep. And I would love to have Drew Holiday. Yeah. Here because he's my namesake. So. so. Or no, I'm his namesake. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, Bam, full roster. That yep. team could probably that that team's winning the chip. Oh, dude, that team is 100 winning an NBA championship. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if we're running out like a 40 year old LeBron and like a 40 year old Pau Gasol. Yeah. Oh, we're we're winning the title. Yeah. There's there's just way too much skill and too much veteran savvy and, and talent on that team to to not win a title. Marvin yeah. Bagley might even be like the sixth man on that team. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus might Maybe. have. Yeah. Marcus might have trouble getting off the bench. So yeah, yeah we'll see. But wow, dude. Pretty good idea. Let's just tweet those at Monty. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, yeah. I'm gonna hit a Monty. Right? Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, email yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send him I'm an email. Get a spreadsheet. I'm gonna be like, yeah, 20, 20, 24, 25 NBA <laughs> Sacramento Kings roster uh, ideas. If you yeah. want to make some moves, go ahead. Send him an Excel, like, and not even the actual document. <laughs> just like take a screenshot. Take a screenshot yeah, of an Excel. Not document. let him edit at all. Yeah, yeah, he can't edit it. No, nope. I'm gonna misspell everybody's names. <laughs> no, or just put their first name so you yeah. can't differentiate. <laughs> um. All right, uh, we'll wrap this up now with some shout-outs. Zach, you got any shout-outs you want to give to anybody? Uh, shout-out, shout-out, shout-out Messi. Today, bro, he, 
He banged in two goals and an assist. Okay. And uh, dude, he could have had like five goals today. He is probably the the greatest footballer to ever touch the earth and still be terribly unlucky when it comes to just the beautiful game. But dude, he had he hit the post like twice. He missed like a goal across the across the face of the box by like an inch. Um, but you know him carrying Barca. What's new? Uh, mm-hmm. Some news on the presidential elections, real quick for Barcelona. Um, so what they're trying to do is the for, the the current the current interim uh, Carles Tusquets mm-hmm. uh, board president board member. Uh, he's trying to say that you know we can't have elections coming up soon because of uh, COVID scares, which is a valid reason, obviously yeah. like that. But uh, it's dude, mail mail in mail in the ballots. Yeah, or does dude. he or does he think that that's a fraud? Like is, is that is that I, I that no idea. for election fraud? I don't know. <laughs> that's Catalan the, the Catalans are are a little different how they operate. Um, very political state. Uh, but yeah, so I I think they were projected to start this month, but they might get pushed to to March, like how it originally intended. Um, but yeah, enough about that. So shout out Leo Messi. Uh, <laughs> who else? Shout out shout out uh. Yeah, shout out Tyrese Halliburton again. You know, please just hurry up and and get healthy. <laughs> we just, yeah. Just, well, he might no, be playing. He might be playing that. Actually, no. Luke Walton just said that he's, he's playing tonight. He's oh, he's back is? tonight. Yeah. Okay. Thank well, God. That game starts in about an hour. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I have class, so I won't be able to. Be, well, yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll just sneak it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, any any anybody else you want to shout out? Or is that it? Is that it for uh, your first shout out of the new year? Who else? Let's see. I'm just trying to think. Uh. Shout out, shout out Obama. I think I did this last time on uh, our last one because I was uh, I was on Discord and I was impersonating and I was just, I called myself Obama and I would go yeah. in the chats and all I would say was Obama. <laughs> so shout out Obama. All right. Still trying to find out his last name. Yeah, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll get there eventually. I think uh, I think after they're done finding the, uh, a vaccine that truly works. Yeah. That's the next thing that the scientists will tackle is what they're is They're hiding Obama's it in Area 51. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess we'll see. Um, my shout outs. Uh, one of them's the same as yours. Tyrese Halliburton. God, we love you so much. Please stay here forever. Uh, can we please give him the max right now? Whatever, however much money he wants. Can we just give it to him? He's amazing. And yeah. And more. What, yeah. What else does he want? Does he want like a place? Like, does he want like a free place to live? Does he want, does he want like just whatever, whatever he wants, just give it to him. He needs to stay here forever. We love you, Tyrese. Um, He's listening to this, by the way. I, yeah, he definitely listens to the podcast. Uh, and then my other shout out is going to go to my fellow Drews. That's right. <laughs> on New Year's Day <laughs> on Instagram, I decided I'm going to start a group chat with other people named Drew, J-R-U-E. And I added about 20 or so people and then ended up adding a handful more to this group chat on Instagram. I got the idea from Big Juice. Big shout out to Big Juice, uh, a.k.a. Caleb Miller. He made, it, he made a chat on Instagram full of Caleb Millers. I thought, man. My name is pretty unique. I wonder how many Drews are out there. It turns out there are a lot. And I added a number of them to a group chat on Instagram. And the result was incredible. They're all so nice. They're all so chill. <laughs> um, they wished me a happy new year almost immediately. I, I made it, I think, at like 10 o'clock on New Year's Eve. And within like 20 minutes of making it, a number of them had replied and said, yo, they were like, <laughs> happy Drew year. Let's go. And I was like, hell yeah, brother. I was like, the first message I the first message I sent to them was, was uh, I think I said hello, brothers. Yeah, 
2020 is in the rearview mirror now. 2020 is going to treat us a lot better. And then everybody was just like, fuck yeah, dude. Happy <laughs> Drew year. And then it's like for a while, it turned into like an NBA chat. We were just talking about basketball. And like a few of them were just like, yo, I live in California. Like, like, like four of them live in SoCal. And they were just like, yo, we need to all get together and hoop. Hell yeah. Can you imagine a whole bunch of, can you imagine a whole bunch of Drews hooping? And I was like, fuck yeah, dude, I haven't played in a while, but I'll play with you guys. And then one of the Drews from North Carolina, he was just like, yo, if you guys are hooping, I'm flying out for the game. I was like, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. And everybody knows about the Drew League, D- the DREW League. Yeah. It's, it's the most famous pickup, you know, pro-am league in, in, in the country. Uh, one of the Drews in the group chat said, nah, it's the Drew League, J-R-U-E, yeah. where only Drews can play. Uh, and then after I sent that screenshot, some of some of our friends in the group chat were just like, hey, can I play? And I said, no, only Drews can play. <laughs> so too bad for them. You, you had the wrong name. Uh, one of the most random things I've ever done, but one of the best things I've ever done, I, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Uh, and we're still talking in it somewhat now. Um, so big shout out to my fellow Drews. Again, 2021 is going to be a happy Drew year. And it was confirmed by that group chat. So big shout out to those guys. Uh, all right. I think that'll do it, dude. For our first episode of 2021. I can't believe we're actually still doing it. Can, can you believe we're actually still doing this? Dude, we're creeping up on a year, dude. Yeah, dude. Like I, I was just like, yeah, let's just do one because we're bored and we have, <laughs> and we have the means and you're just like, okay. Cause we were just trapped at home. Yeah. And now we've been doing this for like seven months, which is pretty crazy. Um, some might question the work rate. We're only doing one episode per week. We've also taken numerous weeks off, <laughs> but but we're at 30 plus no not at all but we're at 30 plus episodes and uh yeah man like i I can't believe that we still get three people to listen to us every week it's unbelievable so uh two of them being us yeah 100 actually four of them are us because i know that we both go on to spotify and on apple Podcasts (laughs) and give each other and then and then give give the podcast a play from each of those platforms so uh yeah it's it is pretty nuts though We're, we're, we're approaching like seven eight months doing this which is which is just it's just nuts to me but uh but yeah nonetheless here we are still doing this podcast and uh thankful for it grateful for it and hopefully we can keep on doing it in 2021 i think this will last as long as the world just doesn't go back to normal so for those of you who listen and actually enjoy listening to this for one i'm sorry (laughs) but for two uh it's looking like you might get your wish that this might go on for a lot longer uh but for those of you who can't stand us posting about the podcast all the time you're shit out of luck, dude. We're going to be in our houses until like 2025. So yeah, too bad. Yeah, too bad. Too bad. You think that you're getting away without listening to us anymore? We say, hell no. We're, yeah, we're forcing it upon you now. Yeah. Yep. 2021, we come, come yeah. different. Yeah, now we're just going to be aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're going to yeah, we're, we're gonna apologize ahead of time for the people who follow us on Instagram. So we're just going to start DMing you our link yeah. to, yeah. Our, to, our, yeah. to our podcast. Every I'm going to tag everybody on my story that yeah. I follow. Yeah, so get ready. Cause yeah. we're, we're coming different this year. Yeah. Ooh, it's going to be real different. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, fair warning to you guys and good luck. And I was going to say, we apologize ahead of time, but we don't, we don't have anything to apologize no. for. Yeah, no, no, this is just a market. It's a branding tactic. They're gonna have to yeah. deal with it. All right, guys, we'll be back next week. Uh, hope you enjoyed your new year and, uh, hopefully you enjoy the holidays as well. Uh, 2021, baby, this is our year. Word to Dr. Myron. Yep. We're going to get it. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys then.